Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nola Time. My name is Albert Velez, and with me, the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, no load time? Obed, pleasure to be back with you, my friend. Good to see you again, sir. Uh, we uh, were able to partake in lunch today, so that was pretty good. We, we good broke to see. bread. Good to see you. So it's it's all it's always a pleasure. Absolutely. It's been a while since we got gotten to you know have some good time to catch up uh, outside of the podcast. So it's always again good to see each other, not virtually, but in person. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's good. We we got a lot of a lot of fun stuff to talk about tonight. Oh my goodness, guys, we got so good. We're gonna talk about Obed watched a movie that I, I cannot wait to discuss. Um, before we get into it, I don't have too much updates on my end, dude. Uh, I, the end of the My Adventure Superman. It's that show is done on HBO Max. Okay, now I'll watch I, it. <laughs> yeah, I totally recommend watching it. I want to say it was ten episodes exact. But uh, it ends on a cliffhanger, so it's very obvious that, yes, they indeed do need to have a second season. I know they said they were working on that from when the show already released, which is obviously bold to do when something is not fully out yet and to already have the confidence to release more uh, of that franchise. But, no, I really found it very charming. It's one of those shows that I could see. A- oh, 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 no, you're froze. You froze. Uh oh. Yourself. There we go. You're back. Oh no. Yeah. Uh oh. Do what you want to correct bugs, and we'll be right back, sir. Yes, we'll be right back. Yep. And we're back. I think I think Joel's back from the dead. I live. He I'm lives. back. So yes, <laughs> Superman. Yeah, my version of Superman, long short of it is, it's very exciting, 10 episodes, the episodes are quite short, like I was saying, something that the younger people I think will very much enjoy, and then people like ourselves who appreciate animation and don't just look at it as thing of the youth, but really just appreciate good storytelling, will enjoy it too, but yeah, it's just great the episodes are short, I love Olsen, you know, they make him like this conspiracy theorist kind of character, so it's, it's kind of like a comedy shtick that they do with him throughout, which of course, working with Superman, it's like an alien man, people are like, what are you talking about, and they just plan it very well, Lois is some of the best Lois I've seen, in my opinion, in, uh, in a cinematic standpoint, a lot of times, uh, people fall into the trope of just making her uh, the love interest, but many of us know her from the comics and from some of the other positive representations that she's, you know, truly an investigative journalist. She's not just a journalist, but she's an investigator, and she puts herself out there because she has Superman standing behind her who knows that his ear is always turned towards her to, to make sure that he's he's there for her. So they, they play off it all very well, but uh, the animation style is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, super yeah. anime, and like when you look at even some of the character designs, it's at first you're like, wait a second, it's that character? Like, without trying to spoil it, like Slade Wilson, when the first time you see him, you may not recognize that Slade Wilson. You're like, oh, wait, that's him. So uh, I just loved that overall. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a nice show. I think you'll enjoy it when you get to see it. But uh, that's all I got on my end for updates, cool. man. I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, now that it's done, I'll, I'll check it out. I've been, it's, it's, it's been on my radar for a bit now, so I'm, I'm definitely going to jump in and watch it. But, Joel, I finally, finally... Got an opportunity to watch a movie that, according to you, still does not exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, it exists. It it finally exists and and got to watch The Flash. So, okay. I I went in to this movie 
with an open mind, right? And and was able to actually do a very good job at separating the the artist from the art. Uh, and I had a great time. I liked it. It was it was fun. It was a uh, it was it, it was fun. It was funny. Some of the some of the some of the jokes are really ham fisted and and some of it is like too on the nose and it's like oh I bet this he's gonna do this thing this is gonna be freaking hilarious yeah that's exactly the same so uh it that's basically that's basically the when it comes to the humor of the movie that that's how I felt uh, a lot of it was really good a lot of you know part of it was like too on the nose for me um. Surprisingly, it was very emotional. It had very emotional parts that were, you know, very deep and existential and all this stuff, right? And uh, it was all, oh, by the way, guys, again, you know, spoilers. We're going to go into huge, huge, huge spoilers here. Uh, nothing is off for the entirety of DC going yep. back to 1978. So, <laughs> or, or probably even before that. Uh, so the dawn of no, time. I, yeah, the, the, the like what sixty four probably, okay, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean the emotional parts with with the mom and the reasoning behind it and all that were, uh, I think, uh, pretty powerful, very emotional, made me feel stuff right, which is good. And and again, I've said it many times on the podcast that the worst thing a movie can do for you, uh, it's it's for you to be indifferent towards it and. I, I wasn't. I laughed. Uh, I felt, you know, the feels, and uh, and for the most part, I had a a great time watching it. Um, it, it it's really rough to pay attention to the movie when <laughs> when when uh, you're in that time sphere. That is, Joel. Um, I think that the CG crew that worked on The Mummy Returns and the model of Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the Scorpion King should be proud of themselves because that was, what, oh, 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's comparable to that. Some, uh, some PS2-looking people there, sir. Especially that Henry Cavill from Justice League. It's rough. It's probably the worst CG I've seen in a in a major motion picture in the last twenty years since probably you know like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, like the it was that return. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's probably the worst I've seen. And putting those aside, right, uh, I think that the, the big action set piece of the movie, which is the desert fight with Zod, I th I, that looked good, right? So I think that there's uh, the, the, the baby sequence at the beginning, some of it was good, some of it was rough. Um, I, I don't know if you noticed the big head. Like his head was... Was bigger yeah. that is than it was supposed to be in some of those scenes, um, but going back to the 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 time sphere, dude, 
Wow, man. That is insanely bad. Like, I, I'm still, like, taken aback on how bad it was. Like, it was incredibly... It, dude, it was like some Sharknado stuff. It was... Yeah. Um, and then, right, we go, we go to the, to the cameos, which again, some of it looked good. And some of it was like, Ooh, Ooh, this is really bad. Okay. So I guess we can talk about the cameos, right? Cause that was, that's the big thing on the movie, right? Like, yeah. it's the big thing. Right? Yeah, dude. It's a so, big moment. So, um, you know, we, we see the, um, the uh, I guess the first like the serials uh, Superman, uh, I, I forgot the actor's name. Um, we see Christopher Reeve Superman. Uh, he looked good. Supergirl was rough, like she looked really bad. Like her hair looked looked like Final Fantasy X cutscene hair from PS2, yeah. dude. It was really bad, and then, and I know I'm I'm not putting anything against the 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 the. Uh, the the team that worked on it, um, but I I think that the the studios to blame on this one. I, these guys are very talented, right? I'm not I'm no CG graphics designer. I'm no you know animator, and I, I think they the the people that worked on it are very talented. They were just not giving given enough time to proper or the proper tools to work on it. Um. And then the big one, right? The big like the like the internet stopper moment, which is the Nick Cage, uh, Superman. Um, I I knew that it was in there when he yeah. was fighting a giant spider. I got a I got a real good sensible chuckle because you know because if you know you know, know right if you yeah. if you if you've been on top of like superhero comic book movies for a long time, you know the stories about uh, the producer that wanted Superman to find a, to fight a, a giant spider uh, in the Nick Cage movie or, or, you know, whatever that case might have been back then. So, uh, yeah, Nick Cage looked weird. Um, he looked exactly as I thought he would look. Because I've seen the, the, the you know, the right. test footage and, and pictures of him, him in the suit. Um, but for the most part, he looked he looked fine, right? Um and then we see, you know, some Adam West. We hear uh, Cesar Romero's Joker in the back. They, like, there's they they try to do everything right. Um, I I I just I thought right, and I again, I'm not not dunking on the movie because I think I I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Like I I <laughs> I'm just pointing out right that this was not what the uh, so the disappointment was not as big as the uh the the, the, the you know multiverse of madness disappointment right where it went nowhere that was rough yeah um and i mean those cameos were excellent right mm-hmm. but unfortunately just it just didn't go anywhere um this one at least gives you like it may go in any direction uh but also like yeah, it's, it's it, they're just there as like fan service, and there's not nothing really more to that, right? And and I, and I think that they, they didn't they didn't sell the movie as a multiverse movie, right? Uh, they sold it as like a you know sort of like retelling of Flashpoint, 
which you know it, it worked in that in that way but you know the whole cameo thing was uh i i expected the the deep cuts to be deeper i mean the nick cage thing was less excellent because again if you if you know you know but i, I thought there was going to be more um as soon as he started getting shrapnel and it's like oh he's the dark dude that's kicking him out as very soon, obvious yeah like I, I caught it right away right that was pretty obvious and you know and, and you know the, the the sacrifice and all that and and you know every i think i think it was all, all well done i think overall this movie was well written and well paced um i was very entertained throughout the whole thing right it, it's just that it's again the visual yeah. effects were atrocious dude and again not not in uh in every scene like some of the, the fight with zod was really good um kind of disappointed that that uh, supergirl was not there more like she was there for like five minutes like honestly right. uh keaton was excellent of course like he's the man right so he was great um and you know the the big surprise at the end right where you know things did change and when he calls bruce and you know instead of ben affleck is george clooney that shows up uh that was good that, that was really yeah, that was funny. a really good surprise right and and, and it kind of worked right with the whole like he's being batman for a very long time right and you know it, it worked out great i think that was it was a great cameo and and could open the door for more stuff like could, I mean, who knows, right? But overall, I enjoyed it a lot, man. I, you know, I, 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 again, I went in with tempered expectations and an open mind, and I had a great time. So, yeah, I think you're, I think you're similar to me. Okay. Like, where I got my initial reaction to the movie, and this is why I had to do an updated review video when I when I put it out because I was like, look, what I saw, they were explicitly clear. This is an early cut. This is not the final cut. Literally had to read off of a paper. This is from the director, what they're saying, whatever, go. So I'm like, oh, okay, the CGI stuff, that's going to get fixed. That's just an early cut. Those scenes where they talk about, you know, uh, a couple of those really, really silly moments of like, the, the two, you know, berries that, that some of the moments kill with each other. Some of that's going to get cut. And then, or the end, end scene, like you're saying, like they'll clean up, you know, the, the just that sequence together where the, the collision has happened. Really, Crisis on Infinite Earths, you're basically having that set up happen. Um, and all of that just stayed the exact same. I didn't notice any difference. The only thing that was different, Obed, was that. We they cut the movie early where he says I'm coming around the back you know with Batman on the phone and then he goes who who the heck is that when he comes out and then it just cuts they didn't show us mm. who it was mm -hmm. I'm like that was the thing you hid was George Clooney you should have hidden like all these other visual effects if you, have, if oh, you weren't yeah, yeah if that's yeah. what you knew what it was gonna be yeah. and it was it was pretty sad because uh, like you know then you hear later on I don't know if you saw this a bit when the director was trying to defend the, the CGI and says. You know, oh, it's supposed to look off because he's in the Speed Force, and in the Speed Force, everything looks poor. I'm like, no, that's that is some real lying through your teeth, that, buddy. We know, a, yeah, that's not right. That's a that's kind of like a that's a lame excuse if you ask me. It's just that doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't check out. It doesn't check out. 
No. Yeah. That's like just real. That's a very obvious excuse. But I mean, look, I for what the 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 general structure, what the movie itself actually is. I think I actually was on board with it. And I did like what they were trying to do, the story they were trying to tell. The execution of it was just really sad and poor. Um, and, it, you know, they sold us a bag of goods and unfortunately just didn't live up to it. I've talked for a long time this movie should have never come out. Uh, in some ways, I say that's still not the actual movie. That's something else, whatever this thing is, dude. But uh, it's a real shame that this is what they decided to go with because if you ever get a chance to see Blue Beetle, like, look, man, Blue Beetle is is way better with CGI, and that movie was just made like a year and a half ago at max. Yeah. Where this thing was worked on for, you know, at least three, four years, at, at least when it actually started getting to be shot. And it should have been a moment where Michael Keaton should have been getting his flowers and, and getting his love for what he did for the character. Yeah. Like, that end scene, to me, when uh, Barry... Is like we can get, we can bring you back, like we can save you. He says, yeah. "You already did bring me back. You already did save me." Like as, to, as like a fan, like that was like, "Oh, that's really sweet." It was like he's saying to the fans, "Like you did bring me back." Like, yeah, you have to have me come back and play this character. Um, uh oh, you're low. I think I think I lost you again. Because, sir, do it, sir. I think I lost. Hey, there you go. You're back. Um, no. They, uh, you got. I got audio, okay. no video, sir. I don't know what's going on today, guys. We're having some really strange issues. Zoom. Sorry, guys. I don't know what this is. It's all the this internet. This is very man. bizarre. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I, our, I thought originally it was Discord, but now it's Zoom too. What the heck? Um, let me. Let me see. Let me yeah. see if I can get. Let me see if I can get my, my screen here. Uh, hold on. Oh, it's uh, wow, that's what I'm saying, right? It's it is it is incredibly incredibly bad, and and I don't want to dunk on the you know the guys the 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 FX guys is probably not their fault, but if you already have a character model already made for Justice League, why not use that one, you know, from the Snyder cut, and they have to make probably make their own one that looks like garbage. I'm being honest, man. It's like it's unacceptably it, bad. It's unacceptable, yeah. inexcusable, and in a modern yeah. age. So, like you even even Disney, even, even Disney when they're rushing, right? Even Disney when they're rushing, they're they don't they don't mess it up as bad. No, as, as no, they no, do, no, as they did here. It was it was uh, it's something else. It's out of control, right? Yeah. And I don't want I don't. It's unfortunate, right? Because it takes focus away from the movie. In a movie, it's good. And and it, I, I don't want yeah, uh, the good things. Yeah, exactly. Because you you see the Hen, the the Henry Cavill, and then and then the rest of the movie you're just thinking about the Henry Cavill CG because it burned it burned your eyes. So, um, yeah, man, I don't mm, rough. That that, that it, it honestly it's unfortunate that it it, it was that bad um, because I I enjoyed the movie. I think the movie. Was charming, well written. Ezra Miller, for the most part, was was fine, right? And then everyone else was good. You know, again, Michael Keaton's great. Um, the actress that played Supergirl's good. 
and yeah. you know, uh, uh, the, you can you can tell that uh, Michael Shannon's phoning it in. <laughs> You've seen the interviews. You can tell that he's. Oh phone, yeah. You can tell he's, and even if he's full, he's phoning it in, and he's still good, right? But, oh yeah, he's fine. He's but, fine. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's unfortunate, right? That um, that 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 it happened. So, uh, yeah, man. Joel, before before we talk Ahsoka, let's take a quick break, see if we can iron out a couple of his uh, technical issues, and uh, we will be right back. Hello there. I think we should be fine for now. I cross my fingers. Thanks, Spectrum. Hey, you canceled Disney. You canceled us, too. the heck? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Disney's fault. So, speaking, speaking, of, speaking of it was Disney's fault, Ahsoka, uh, very good. Again, very good episode. Uh, you know what? I'm happy because they've been consistent, and every episode has been good. And every episode, like especially this episode, now there's questions. I was like, why? Again, spoilers, guys. Come on, you get get you get. You should know by now. So, like, you know who. Uh, the question that everyone was asking who's Merrick and I'm still asking who's Merrick right was, yes was he was he like night sister smoke is he was he palpy you know how he moved into clone bodies right yes yes who was he who was he I, I know we're gonna get answers I know we're, we're gonna get answers he's Absolutely. not he's not just smoke I mean, no, no, I didn't buy that for a second. It's green smoke, so I mean, yeah, the Night Sisters can raise up from the dead certain different uh, people, but it has to be someone specific to be using the Force abilities and the fighting style that it was. This isn't just some random. Uh... It's small. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll f we'll find out. I know that. I know that we will find out. Um, but this episode very good. I think the lightsaber fights were really, really good. And I had a conversation with someone at work that said, it was like, oh, they like kind of like spent too much time like posing and whatnot. It's like, dude, it's like this was like prequel lightsaber fights. Like that was very, very intentional. Um, and they were trying to evoke the, the, the prequels. And it, it looked good. Like visually was good. Uh, everyone's good. And, yeah, man. It's a good okay. Talk about the the opposite of the flash, right? Because we were just done talking about it, where you know every everything was off, and and this this everything falls in place, man. Again, props to to Dave and the team because they they've done uh, what they what they done. It, it, here's why it's super special, right? Is because they they were able to bring the the animated world to life and and actually make it like almost like a seamless transition because it, it does feel like, and we talked about it before um, you mentioned it, that it, this is through and through like season, uh, you know, season five of rebels. Like it does feel yep. like that. Right. And wow, yeah, man, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to let you to it. You can, you can talk about the ending, but uh, I got, I, there's many theories. We'll, we'll talk. Go ahead. So much to love about this, uh, and really, it's just the return of just good lightsaber action in Star Wars. You know, people have been waiting. Like when we think of Star Wars, no offense to the gun wielding characters and the Mandalorian and these other things, love that. But 
there's something about this uh, consistency of seeing characters fighting the way they did during the Jedi days that we saw in the prequels, right? And so seeing these characters not only fight with the lightsabers the way that they were, but also taking some of the stuff that we've seen in the animation form where, uh, like, you probably remember this a bit, but there's a really, I've referenced it probably before on the podcast, but there's a really amazing interview with Dave Filoni on the Star Wars show for specifically the Twin Sons episode, which is my personal favorite episode of Star Wars Rebels. It's really good. And um, it's because obviously my boy Kenobi's in it, right? But but look, like that episode, when you hear why Kenobi goes into the position that he does and adjusts, right? He first goes into the pose that he did the first time that he fought Maul and he lost. And then you see him smirk and then he changes position again to the over the head move that he wants to do just to strike him down. And Dave said, look, these characters are fighting the way samurai do. Which is, they are like seven moves ahead before it's even happened. In their mind, the fight's already begun. And so you actually see that in the way that Ahsoka and even Balin, the way their specific fight, which was so good. Oh, so good. So, so good. Like, the the dialogue, the confrontation. Balin, dude, straight up believes that Ahsoka is a terrible person. Like, this is not just, like, good guy, bad guy, but he, I mean, he literally says, like, the innocents that have died because of you. I mean, he straight up believes that she is the villain in this. Um, and obviously, Ahsoka is there to to, to end Thrawn and, and to, well, make sure Thrawn doesn't come back and, and to potentially save Ezra. But, like, when you see them in those positions, they're, they keep adjusting and moving. That's because in their minds, they're already preparing the moves they're going to make. This is literally something Dave has spoken about before. I heard Thirty even say that like the fighting style of Balin is because he has his lightsaber at the heaviest uh, feature, which is why like his moves, one strike is very heavy, very yeah. similar to like the way Vader would fight in his style. Um, it's just very fascinating all around, just that. And Obed, Huyang, having an action sequence yeah! that was unexpected. That was so, that was so I loved it. Yeah, I think that would have been cool if he would have pulled out some lightsabers himself or something. <laughs> go, like that would have been grievous crazy. Full <laughs> grievous and started doing it. So, but I understand why they didn't. They probably didn't want to get people, you know, yeah. start to, to to just mentally check out. They wanted yeah, to keep the, it a the little punches bit. and the blocking and all that. It was really good, dude. It was like and he's could, like begging for was, help and he's. It was going. very choreographed. The the choreography for him was really well done. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, for people who who are, are watching this and they have any issues with that, I don't know what they're talking about. The moment that Ahsoka went into the move over the head, and the spell sit, this is the same thing in Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, that's the same move that she does to take yeah. down this Inquisitor. The Inquisitor, one yeah. strike dead. The same yeah. thing we see in Twin Suns, but with, with Kenobi, one and, strike dead. And that's again to point out, right? The the swinging the lightsaber around like a bad like Ray. That has zero choreography. She's so just swinging lightsaber yeah. around like a baseball bat, and and now you have this refined lightsaber techniques that we hoped to see again, but we didn't, right? Yeah. And I mean, thankfully, we we're seeing it again. But um, yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, Shin pulling a Rajal Ghoul and throwing the smoke. <laughs> to leave with Sabine, bro. Ninja vanish. I was watching yeah. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, uh, this is a little Batman going on." Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. 
throws the smoke <laughs> and disappears. I was like, okay, that's the unexpected. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously Sabine turning herself over, like that's obvious, guys. I mean, she, it wasn't just because yes, yeah, she wants to save Ezra. I think that's what people. They, some people might easily just be a trap to believe. But let's face it. The moment that she would have shot the ball gone, her head would have been separated from her body. Like <laughs> she oh, would have, she would yeah. have died yeah. instantly. Like she would have killed, then they would have just done. So she had no choice but to do this either way. Now, I've been telling people that around me that have seen it, like I, it reminds me very much of uh, Return of the Jedi, where you know Luke turns himself, well, not exact same, but Luke turns himself over to Vader. Right. And together yeah. he, she ends, he ends up turning Vader to to take against Palpatine. I think that she is going to get into Balin's head and they're, together they're going to turn. I think Balin dies, you know, mm. but they're going to turn on whether it be the Night Sister or just specifically Thrawn when Thrawn shows up. But also now we jump to the very, very ending where you start talking about the world between worlds and yeah, Ahsoka died. And reconning the, the sequels. Right? The sequels, <laughs> right? The whole theory, which we've yeah. had that theory for a long time, being yeah. the way to reset things. Yeah. Um, but who else would be the only person that's ever been to the world between worlds aside from Ahsoka? Ezra Bridger. Who is it being on the way to get? Ezra Bridger. Like, makes too much sense because how is she? She's not going to just walk in and walk out of this world. Um, I think there's going to be some some connection there for sure, but. But yeah, that, that world between worlds open. I'm gonna let you talk because yeah. there's a lot of theories around that. So, um, you know, I, I will we'll basically. She falls off a cliff during the fight with Balin, and then uh, she wakes up in the world be- between worlds, and she hears Anakin's voice, and she turns around and she sees Anakin, or is it right? But you know, there's something. Something's not quite right. But you know, yeah. um, we uh, right now let's go ahead and assume that this is Anakin's Force Ghost that's projecting himself into the you know world between worlds, and uh, a lot of theories out there is like she's dead, and she's gonna somehow come back, right? I don't think that's the case, right? The I think what it is is that 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 planet that they're at, it's. You know, has a strong connection to the Force, kind of like again the the Sith Temple and Lothal and all these other places that they've been to before, and and somehow Anakin returned. <laughs> somehow Anakin returned, and 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 helped Ahsoka get 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 in there before uh before she perished. Now. What I'm and and I'm really excited for the next episode. But what is she going to see? Is she going to see Luke's like I, I guess downfall or you know is she going to try and fix that? Is she going to try because you know we know that and it was established on rebels right but you know they they could change it that they that you can't pick um Kanan out of the moment he died because that moment allowed them to survive right it allowed them to escape so we may not get that maybe we'll get maybe we'll get to see Kanan in some other place in time right but I'm just curious to see what they see for, like, forget about Rebels. Like, I want to see what they're going to see about Rey. 
<laughs> and and about what happened to Luke and all that. That's what I'm that's what I'm more concerned about. Like how are they going to reset this so they can rebuild? And that's what I'm more more curious about and again knowing knowing Palpatine and 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 his, you know, he's Palpatine is very powerful, and he can ma- he can basically manifest in different ways through the Force, and maybe that's not Anakin. Maybe it is Palpatine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, it's it's going to be very interesting, and I'm very excited. I'm very excited because it's good, right? They're just not. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and that's that's what gets me right. It's like it's getting me excited about Star Wars again. And I told you, it's like they they better like they better nail it with Ahsoka because that's probably gonna be my last like, you know, it, it, the so, <laughs> it's like it's like you know when, when they get a credit downgrade. Uh, so Star Wars yep. was good. Yep. It was gonna be downgraded from my number mm-hmm. one spot after that, right? There was no coming back, but science of life, and and I, I'm happy that it's good. I'm enjoying it very, very much. I'm hoping that it stays the same. Again, hype for the next episode is through the roof. But go ahead and, and share some of those theories, man. I I love everything you said. Um, I hope that you're right when it comes to the sequel stuff of of her seeing that and getting to it. Personally, I don't expect it. Uh, but I hope you're right um, because I, I only, we've only seen one true example of the world between worlds. And I've watched that episode from Rebels probably four or five times at least. Um, and if you, there's many moments that you hear the voices of, of moments throughout all of Star Wars history in that episode. Um, stuff from Rogue One, stuff from the, you know, from, from the New Hope, stuff from the prequels, whatever. But the doors that the characters went to were moments that were somehow connected directly to them. And so I would have to imagine if there's anything we're going to see, it could be a recreation of a moment from Rebels or Clone Wars. It would not shock me to see Anakin and Ahsoka go back to a Clone Wars moment. I would love to see Anakin and Obi-Wan in their Clone Wars battle armor and, you know, with her on some type of mission in battle. You know, unfortunately, it was leaked beforehand. There was a audio, you know, in a commercial that had gone out where we heard Anakin's voice prior. And he says something along the lines of, in this battle, you will face more than droids. Uh, and you have to be strong, Ahsoka. I know you can do this or something like that. Um, so I'm sure we're going to get that moment in this next episode, whatever that was that was being teased, and I'm sure it was cut up to not reveal certain things. Um, but as it re- pertains to her being dead or alive, that's a really tough one because I am at the place, I think because of being burned so many times with Star Wars and having huge, crazy expectations, and it's not even like a quarter of the percentage of the things that I think even happen. Usually it's like so low, and it's it's some, it's sometimes very like discouraging. Um, but like, if you want to get real sweaty, like she, so Ahsoka technically has died before, and I'm not talking about from what we saw in Rebels. I'm talking about Clone Wars. And for those of you that remember the Mortis episodes, you remember 
that Ahsoka technically gave her life and the daughter of Mortis gave her life to bring Ahsoka back. back. Right. And so that's when you get the whole owls thing with Ahsoka, because the owl almost like represents the spirit of the daughter of Mortis that follows around Ahsoka right throughout all her adventures. You even see it in the finale of the last episode of Clone Wars when she looks up and she sees it flying around and we see the owl with her when she's in the world with two worlds. Now, that being one of the highest level of force users, very limited knowledge as we know around the father, son and daughter, um, you would have to guess that maybe she is now an immortal person herself because of this. That's just a theory, right? Why is Anakin there? Is it Anakin? I think you're onto something. There's some key details. One, he's wearing his outfit that we see from Revenge of the Sith. But two, he doesn't have the scar. He doesn't have the scar on his head. Um, you know, he oh, does have yeah. he does have his, his robot hand, uh, which if he was uh, a Force ghost, he wouldn't he would be completely whole he wouldn't have a robot hand so, the same way we see in at the end of return of the jedi he, here's how i saw him right because he doesn't look 100 percent revenge of the sith he looks right. he looks more like an in-between of like this is maybe a couple months clone after clone wars yeah mm-hmm. so uh or after not not clone wars i'm sorry attack of the clones uh episode two okay so okay. so it's like in, it's like an in-between while it, it, it's she he, he she's seeing Anakin as 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 she saw him when they met the first time. So is he's not yeah. he's not Revenge of the Sith Anakin yet, right? So he's like an in between. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So and again, this could be like force projection. You can see you see whoever version of like the. Uh, force user you remember I guess <laughs> you know it's it's which, all you know yeah which takes again like I don't want to get too sweaty because I don't know like what to <laughs> expect but you start talking about the daughter of Mortis let's talk about the son of Mortis and the son of Mortis obviously was obviously an enemy of hers and just in general in the force if there's an immortal person that could be there it could be him and he's a shapeshifter he can make himself look like anyone it wouldn't yeah. surprise yeah. me that's the character. Yep. We also, I heard other people point this out, so I had to go back, turn on my Disney Plus, crank up the volume, put the subtitles, try and see if I can make anything out. But in the first episode, when Ahsoka's in the Night Sister Temple and she's turning the the different thing around to find oh, the, the whispers, you mean yeah, right? The whispers we start hearing, and it's like echoes below. Um, you hear it saying, is he the chosen one? Is, is he? Is he the chosen one? Saying twice. And you can't make out if it's, uh, you know, like in the Morris episode, he says that. But also some people thought it could, that could have been saying Whitworth when he says that in Rebels, right? Mm. Um, with, with Anakin. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. With, with Maul, okay. With yeah. Maul, right? And so I don't know if you saw recently, Whitworth did say, I am indeed uh, in this and I cannot say anything more than what, what my role is in this. So clearly it's something significant for him not to be commenting on it. I wouldn't surprise me, but we're going to jump through some moments that are very important Clone Wars and live action. Like, don't be surprised that we actually yeah. see live action Maul. We see live action, like we're saying, Obi-Wan and, 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 and there. What if, Obed, we see the recreation of Revenge of the Sith? I'm going to say it right now, the Mustafar fight. And what if we see what would have happened if Ahsoka would have been there? Hmm. I'm just saying, man. I'm mm. throwing it out from now. What if we get something crazy like? Do you remember the the video game? I still have it. The Revenge of the Sith video game. 
Yeah, I like For PS2. Good. Do you remember yeah. the alternate ending where Anakin actually wins and then he kills yes. Palpatine? And he, yes. And, yeah, and becomes Emperor. Like, what if, right? Like, we're going to, like, dude, for, for what we know, the next episode could be a Star Wars what if, like, Marvel style episode. And I would, love, I would love that. I would love that. Right, it's like you know, what if Anakin would have done this? What if Ahsoka would have done this? And they, you know, see what what ripple effect it had, it would have had on on the present. So yeah. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you if you agree with this. But in my the way I always interpreted with the world between worlds, when Ahsoka is pulled out in in Rebels from that time before before death, there still exists a reality where she did die because yeah. she was supposed to die. Yep. We only see an alternate almost like branching off. Branching, of, yeah. She's pulled off and now this new adventure happened. But at some point, she technically through the yeah. time did actually die. There's already so, branching continuities, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So see, you agree with me on that. There's like yeah. there's an alternate where there already are alternates. If, we just haven't seen them happen. What, what it oh, oh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw I'm going to throw one. What if the original trilogy is that continuity? Exactly. And, exactly. And, and and yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I hundred percent agree. Yep. Uh, and then and then now we're having you know a different gun. You know, ah, uh, dude. Wouldn't surprise dude. me, dude. Like, cause or or you know, yeah. It's I, they're yeah. showing I'm this back. next episode. <laughs> I'm this back. Ep- Star Wars next is episode back. is directed by Filoni. We knew it was going to be big. Because the episode five is directed by Dave. He only directed the first one. And he directed this one. Those only two he's done. The World Between Worlds one's coming up. is directed by him. And they have announced they are showing it in theaters. Yeah. Very select. I tried to get tickets. It's already gone out real fast for that. Um, but they are showing it in theaters. It has to be big. They have never done this before. Obed, we know there's got to be some confidence around. This is a moment for the fan base. For sure. I mean, they invited fans out to Disneyland and Disney World their areas to see this yeah, thing. Man. There must be confidence around something very big that they have planned. And of all the characters to do it, Ahsoka saved franchises. Ahsoka does this. This could yeah, be the man. one. It could be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited because it's good and I'm happy. And it's, it's Star Wars is back. You know, um, yeah. I'm finally feeling love again for my number one favorite thing in the world. So, or, uh, or when it comes to like entertainment and fiction and all that, it's like, again, Star Wars, my number one thing is my favorite thing. And, you know, could we see, you know, uh, so there, there was a theory out there. I can't remember exactly who, who I heard it from that was saying that it could be that there, there may be plucking or not 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 necessarily plucking like characters during the the world between worlds parts but more of like bringing characters together and having their own like end game moment like have luke and cal kestis and everyone that's around right as in 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 like a huge you know battle and yes and that that would that's again that's yeah. that's what we wanted to see. That's what we've always wanted to see. It's like Imagine all these that this is the Dave movie. Imagine yeah. that's the Dave movie where yeah. there's some type Honestly. of big moment and it's against Leia Snoke or something and, or whatever yeah. it's supposed to be, and they're all in there, dude, and a bat the Mandalorians, young Luke, all of them yeah. fighting. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't want to get too excited. <laughs> you know, you know how I it know. is. You know how I am. I don't want to get too excited, but it's it's pointing it's pointing to uh some some good stuff. So uh you know we'll we'll wait and see. Uh Joe, uh so I, I kinda you know talked about it jokingly when we when we came back uh online, but man, this thing with uh Charter and Disney, it's uh it's pretty bad. It's Not pretty bad. Good. Um, so basically, uh, long story short, uh, a Charter Cable, uh, which is, you know, Charter slash spec- Spectrum, um, they uh, were not able to reach an agreement with Disney, and uh, uh, none of the Disney channels are there. And now I'm not talking about the Disney Channel. I'm talking about ESPN, uh, Nat Geo, uh, FX, all the pet channels that are owned by Disney are no longer in charter. Like, you know, again, Disney Channel, Freeform, Disney Junior. Dude, which has been a pain, dude. Having a kid that loves Disney Junior still. And it's like, what do you mean I can watch Bluey? It's it's out of control, right? So we've had to go to Disney Plus, which is what Disney wants you to do, right? To watch yep. their stuff. But... Uh, you know, when it comes to, again, I think more importantly, we can get around it, right? If my daughter wants to watch Bluey, Bluey is on Disney Plus. She can watch Bluey there. Um, problem is when you when you come to when you when you have uh, a a property like ESPN, that is pivotal for cable companies to have on their lineup, right? And not only pivotal, like. Again, and I've talked about. <laughs> I don't. I. I want. I want to cover myself first. But it's like, like I, I've said it on the podcast before. I really don't understand college football and the obsession with college sports in general. But uh, you know, college football is back, and those games you can't watch them because they're on. They're going to be on ESPN. So, it's 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 a big deal problem that I think both of them have. Disney sending people to Hulu and Disney Plus, um, and and Charter's just like, yeah, is these guys are not being flexible and and they they just can't ignore the changes that we've been going that that we're going through, so, uh, pretty pretty bad uh, on on both sides if you if you ask me I think that Disney right now is in a loose loose position they can't really, um, prolong this too much. Uh, because just cable companies are just gonna give up on them, and I think that they they still need some presence, not entirely right, but some presence still needs to be available on cable. Um, when you have places like businesses that have like TVs, right? If you're in a waiting room somewhere and you have a TV, you have ESPN on, that sort of thing. That you know, there there's still there's still a business behind it, right? And and um, Disney's in, in a position where they cannot afford anymore else, and they need to be able to to get this, you know, basically up and running again. But what do you think, man? Yeah, Disney. I think Disney holds all the cards in this situation, which is why it's playing out the way it is. Because at the end of the day, when Charter makes a statement in here saying that they they are, you know, 
saying either they either are getting out of the the bundle business or just reevaluating streaming as a whole. And like, let's face it, like there, as you said, yes, there is absolutely value behind still having the cable television space. But at the end of the day, I would argue that probably if it's not for sports, live television would be a very different place. I think it would go down even more drastic. And we've, like we've heard this, and we and we've heard the stats like like it's been, it's yeah. gone down fifty percent in the last ten years. Yeah, uh, it's substantial. So it's huge. Cable cutting is not. But if we had this conversation, you know, a few years ago, it would have been cable cutting would have been like it's still a thing, but you know, not hugely popular. But now it's in the majority of people that are not sticking to the cable uh, sense. So so yeah, I I think that Disney at the end of the day they. They hold the cards because you can still have Disney Plus, you can still have Hulu Plus, you can still have ESPN Plus. In fact, they sell a bundle where you can put all three of them together, right? And yeah. when it comes to cable, a lot of times it is all bundled. You have to pay for this and you get all these other channels together. We're now with the streaming setup, you can pick and choose what you want. You just want Disney Plus, maybe just more into the Hulu space, maybe yeah. you're just into sports, you want ESPN. So uh I, I personally don't think this is gonna last very long. Um, I think that most likely next week you're gonna hear a solution. But I think Charter is gonna be the one that's just gonna have to just bend the knee here and just take whatever they can because yeah. their business is not doing probably that great in, no. in the meantime. And what people are gonna say is, oh, Charter doesn't have my, my show. I'm going to direct TV. Which, which reminds me, I need to I need to call Spectrum because we pay extra for Disney Junior and you know yep. the other Disney add-ons, and the bundle, and we're not getting it. So so I gotta I gotta give him a call. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, dude. Gotta get that discount. But yeah, but at the at the same time, I heard that I haven't checked this for myself, but I heard that if you go. Uh, to the to their website, there's an offer like a downgrade offer where you keep their internet, and they give you just and they give you a YouTube TV bundle wow. instead of just offering cable. Like, and the the, the days of cable are, are numbered, and mm -hmm. it's something that I've been trying. My wife watches still cable. Um, yeah, there's people out there, and I, I've been I've been telling her for a while now. It's like, listen, like. That we're we're getting to the point where this thing's gonna go away, but she's riding the wave, right? But you know, I, I let her be. Um, but yeah, like like you said, like I, you know, my my two year uh, offer with with Spectrum ends, uh, I, I think soon, like in, in a couple of months. Wow. And and I think I think I'm just I'm gonna go back to AT and T, right, and get the the Directv stream that that I had before, which was great. Uh, and their fiber, which was much better, <laughs> to like I, we had zero <laughs> connectivity issues when I had fiber. Um, true. Only only problem I had is like for some reason I kept overloading or my my uh, I have a separate uh, gigabit switch here in this room, and for some reason that was overloading the router. Um, but I I think I I, I figure you, out what it you was. You realize ever since we started talking about Spectrum, suddenly our issues went away. The right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, we said they were gonna cut us like Disney, and look at that. Say their name, look and suddenly, that. yeah, they know <laughs> it works. They know they they watching. 
<laughs> sponsor we'll us. Sp- you want to sponsor? <laughs> Send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. <laughs> this is the segment brought to you by Sponsor. We, were, we would be, we would be advocate, uh, advocates for uh, uh, cable TV. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, yeah, man, we'll, we'll see where this ends up. Um, quick bit of news. I mean, I, I, I guess it's a, it's a, it's a two for one here on this one, but the, uh, there was an interview with, uh, Iji Anuma and they, uh, Anuma mentioned that there are uh, no plans to release DLC for tears of the kingdom. Um, I think that's fine. <laughs> this game is is gigantic as it is, right? Um, okay. Not every game needs to have add-ons, in my opinion, right? Mm. I think the the add-on the first one did though, right? Breath of the Wild had yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that that add-on brought a a, a couple of really cool things, and uh, it, it was worth it in my opinion. But but Breath of the Wild gives you so much freedom from the beginning, right? And you know what you couldn't build. What, what what you couldn't let me let me rephrase this so there's only a couple things from breath of the wild that are missing in tears of the kingdom and i think tears of the kingdom because of the building mechanics and and the other mechanics in the game uh they give you more freedom more freedom compared to what uh breath of the wild did so uh there's that and you know uh it, it's just a bigger i mean it's basically almost three times the size when when you look at it so um uh, i i've seen uh, i still see people saying that oh tears of the kingdom is basically dlc for breath of wild no not really i mean it's it's so mechanically and substantially different right yeah the yeah. the hyrule overworld map is essentially the same but uh there's a lot of rediscovering that's that mm. that's done in the game so and again just the mechanics the it just changes uh, so much, but it's interesting. In that they're, you know, they're basically saying that uh, they are going in uh, and and working on the new game, and that they they think that there's going to be a completely new experience, and it's going to be different from uh, from the Switch games. So, yeah, we'll we'll wait and see. But uh, you know, I guess as a as a segue on on this one there's and i didn't want to talk about it before because this wasn't like there was a rumor that was floating around on reddit and i you know i i i treated it as a rumor but now uh basically all major outlets are reporting this Mm -hmm. that there was a, a closed doors demo uh at gamescom for uh the successor of switch whatever whatever it's called um and uh, allegedly this thing is ps5 like graphics wow that's huge so they um the the rumor is that they they or the report right um is that they showed a a souped up version of uh breath of the wild running on the device and uh you know souped up to what extent uh we don't know but some people are saying that it was running at 4K60 with ray tracing. Oh. So if that's the case, Joe, I'm gonna I'm not gonna buy at a portal 
and Emma save me some dollars and just start saving up for this thing when it comes out, if you ask me. Whoa. So, yeah, dude. I mean, what what do you think? Is that an upgrade enough for you, sir, to make you buy dude, this, the new Nintendo that card? would be... That would... If I was PlayStation, if I was Sony, I'd be shaking if that's the truth. Because that changes everything if that's if it's like that. Now, that, let's be real, Obed. If that is the case, you're going to be walking around with a brick <laughs> for that thing. That, gonna... That's going to be a handheld brick that you're going to be walking around with to play. Not that we played handheld, but I'm just you... saying, there ain't no way okay. that thing's going to be like it was. I'm going to sound like an old man right now, but <laughs> I drew, uh, back in my you know, so back in the 90s, right? When when AR was being uh, proposed and tested, um, that, uh, I, there was a, a a company that was selling an AR uh, headset for the military, and this is again back in the nineties. And um, you basically had a battery. You, the battery for the device was in a backpack. So you have to carry the battery. The ba- backpack <laughs> was the battery for the device that you had on your head, which was the backpack had a computer and a battery in it, right? It's so like Mr. You're, Freeze over you're here. carrying around a battery. Oh, Mr. my Freeze. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, 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 again, I, I don't think this thing's going to be like, if you ask me, this is probably going to be uh, a series s type of device like it's probably not gonna get to that's full... great yeah that's excellent so it's probably not gonna get to like ps5 and series x levels but but if it but it's is there. But, but if it is but if it is dude that is a game changer yeah man oh my god yeah. they better make that thing like a huge screen like a like a tablet looking like a like an iPad. like a laptop bro like an iPad like bro a, like an iPad Pro like the seriously the 12 yes. inch or whatever the big it has one. to be like an iPad Pro seriously dude now nah, to mean, run like that but, but it has but to be but then you got you know you're starting getting into battery life issues and whatnot but again like an iPad Pro gives you That's like the I'm battery saying. life they, is, is legit right so I don't know, but then you get into this like heat, change everything, heat dissipation, and all this stuff. Like, there's there's <laughs> a lot of in, there's, uh, you, you got to think about you like, know you uh, know uh, you know the engineer the engineering behind it, right? Again, if Apple can cram an M2 chip on a laptop without a fan, yep, you know uh, who knows, right? Um, so the they're saying that again, Nvidia is gonna be handling the ship like on the on the switch, Good. which again makes us think that this thing is gonna be backwards compatible because probably yep. it's gonna be the same same type of uh, you know family of uh, of chips. So um, yeah, man, it's uh, it looks like it's gonna be uh, interesting. So um, I'm curious. I'm curious on price, right? If Again, the the switch is still doing really good, dude. Um, this could be five hundred bucks. It could be, yeah. I wouldn't surprise me. Yep. The this could be like Steam Deck territory, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think right that they they should give people the option of 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 offering this as a standalone box that you plug into the TV and a handheld version that you can take with you. 
the versatile. Yeah, then you can yeah. dock. Then you can dock like the Steam Deck, right? So, um, that way you can at least sell it for four hundred bucks, you know, mm-hmm. three hundred bucks for the home, right? But if you want to take it on the go, you have to pay five hundred. So, it's steep, but I would, I would, I would pay, I would pay four hundred right now. It, based on this, on, on the rumors and specs and whatnot, right? If I can run Tears of the Kingdom at 4K and put another 100 oh, hours changes. on <laughs> at 4K 60 with ray tracing, right? Well, with a pro controller, with that type of specs, dude, that replaces a lot of people's primary. Yeah. Like, that's that can run a lot. And, and this makes... Like, if you go back to some of the rumors that we talked about, the next Mario game that's supposed to be uh, being built on uh, Unreal Engine, this it would make sense. It would make sense. Yeah. I mean, we've seen some Unreal stuff on uh, on Switch, like, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters and uh, what was the other one? Uh, the, the, the other one that Arxis did. Oh, um, dang it. The tag team one. That they that uh, I forgot cross tag battle yeah blaze blaze blue cross tag battle that, that one. yeah there we go um so we, we've seen some some games built on on Unreal and you know it, it, it kind of works on the Switch but like if it's fully like uh, I guess fully uh, a full fleshed Unreal Engine game coming to the Switch um. And if it's a Mario game, dude, again, can you imagine? Can you imagine a Mario game with like the movie graphics, like realistic type of Mario? Like, take it to the next level, right? Um, you know that would be that would be incredible. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. Uh, you know, I already ate the shrimp, so it's a it's a matter of just waiting <laughs> it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Obed. So, well, you know, you got you got pineapple on pizza. The Apple deal deal doesn't happen with hey, Disney. That's probably twenty twenty four. We'll find that's, out. That's probably gonna happen. I saw another article yesterday about it. That's the rumors everyone yeah. keeps talking about. I keep saying it. My we'll... thing is though, you know, is this buy the rumor, sell the news, or is this sell the news, buy the rumor? Mm, true, true. Um, I, we'll we'll find out. We'll find it out in, uh, in probably about a month. Uh, when uh, when the fiscal year ends at Disney, that's when, that's I think when again I predicted it. That's I think when uh, Kathleen Kennedy's gonna get out, you know, yeah. be out, and uh, and 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 major and announcements are gonna be made. So, speaking of Kathleen Kennedy, Obed, we were talking about Ahsoka, right? Okay, okay. Remember, I told you earlier when I saw you that the, I said I oh, I heard something about there being a Masters and Apprentice featurette or something coming out. So if you go on Disney Plus when you get a chance, there's like an eight-minute featurette, and it's right at the front of Disney Plus, and it is called Masters and Apprentice, right? Okay. It's like a doc. It's literally a documentary. You could tell us to catch people up who have not watched Rebels and Clone Wars, but dude, there's one like Kathleen's like barely in it at all, dude. She has like two moments where she says like two sentences, and that's it. Everything else is just Dave, right? Um the one the second part that she's in she said something and i almost like spat out dude my water she said something and don't quote me exactly but it was basically on the lines of 
What's great about Star Wars is you can jump in and watch it and have never seen anything before. And I was like, what is she talking about? You just slapped in the face all the people who watched Rebels, Clone Wars, all the great history oh. of these things. And you're saying that you can just watch this as a standalone. And that's what makes and that's what makes Star Wars great is that people can just watch this on their own. What are you talking about? This is comes back to the same conversation about her, you know, basically, you know, disrespecting the books, the comments that she's made about about you know the legends. There's stuff. no books, so we can't do anything. I, dude, it was so frustrating. I could not. I was like, she didn't just say that. I couldn't believe it. That's weird. That's a weird it, thing to say, though. It was yeah. very weird. That's like, like I was like. Like, That's like saying the good the good thing about Dragon Ball is that you can watch the Tournament of Power and not not get any context for anything else prior to that and yeah, have a good time. Which it would have been different if she would have said something <laughs> like, you know, it's so good that you may have seen nothing else before, but you'll appreciate this and it'll make you want to go back and watch the other content. That's a totally different conversation, right? Yeah. And I believe that. I think there's many people who are watching this and are going, man, Ahsoka's awesome. I need to go watch Rebels. I need yeah. to go watch Clone Wars. Yep. That's fair. That's fair game. Yep. But to say, you don't need to see any of that stuff. This is what makes it so great is you don't need any of that to watch this. Are you crazy? Mm. That's not, it's not a good thing to say. I, I, I agree. I agree. I got to watch what I got to say on this show, but I was, <laughs> I was shook it. I mean, this is, you know, she's going to be joining joining uh, Bob Paycheck uh, talking about how, uh, you know, she's pet a hippo once and it was years of hell. To, 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 to feel more human or whatever. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> pet a baby hippo. Can you picture that man comforting himself petting a baby hippo? <laughs> I'm sorry. Lex Luthor, what are you doing? <laughs> What? I can't with these no. people, man. I can't do it. No. <laughs> I can't do it with these. What the heck are you? Wow. And here's a th he's got an NDA, so it clearly didn't come from him. It came it came from him, but through his his spokespeople. But whew, either your spokespeople is just as Looney Tune, or man, there's something in the <laughs> water. I don't know what. Oh, Looney Tune. That's Him great. and Kathleen Kennedy can go have a great siesta. This is not the one. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you? Could you imagine? Like, like Kennedy gets let go, and then, and then, and then, uh, her and, and Bob make like start a company or something, a, a production oh. company. Oh my gosh! I actually. <laughs> You want to talk about candidates for the Razzie Awards? They'd be first up if that is what oh, happened. Oh man! <laughs> Again, like, yeah, I, I, I respect Bob for his career, right? Um, undoubt, <laughs> undoubtedly, have, his career before twenty twenty, before before CEO. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Yeah, but uh, I think Bob's career before he was CEO, um, on, up until he got to Parks. I think Bob did a great job. Once he got to par he got to parks and started niggle and diming people, that's when all the problems started. He was good with products, yeah. right? He was, he was good, good with, with the, yeah, yeah, the DVD yeah. thing and yeah. the vaults and, then, and, and all the this. consumer products. Excellent. Excellent. Right. 
Um, but then, you know, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. And, and he, uh, fortunately did not, uh, show. I don't know what's going on with Iger recently, man. Well, I'm super depressed. Iger, I don't know what's going on. I, ta- I, mean, that I was... talked to him the other day and he said that he was really depressed. And <laughs> You and Bob, Bob and Bob. Yeah, Bob um, yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, what, what, that whole like strike thing conversation that he had sitting in like the just premium, premium valley like vineyard or something talking about like it was like a retreat you know, yeah what was it was that? very it was very strange yeah i don't it's it's not the, the same what was the pr team thinking for this the what the the disney pr team what's going on over there oh i don't know i don't, I don't know then they, they fire everyone they... I, don't know, I don't know it's it's very strange like it's not the same bob it's not the, it's not the same bob and and I and I I know it's he's in a tough spot. And and again, I I respect his career as well, um, because yeah, there's a lot to be respected. Yeah, right. Aside um, from choosing then, his successor. <laughs> no, 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 totally, totally. He dropped the ball with that one. Yeah, and uh, and then you know again when it comes to Kennedy, dude, it's like, bro, like you gave us all this amazing amazing movies you know back in the but, day right but did she but what happened because i'm starting to question i don't now. know joel i i mean i heard Those? story like i i've won i've gone i've watched enough dvd you know, supplemental yeah. materials okay to know that i was like oh and this thing like the the dinosaurs in jurassic park because we were talking about it the other day like it was her idea to use cg for the mm. dinosaurs like, cause they were they like uh, Spielberg wanted to go all practical, and then wow. the guys that made the CG showed her. It's like, hey, we come up, we came up with this thing, and uh, and she was like, can you make it better? And yeah, they made it better. And it's like, all right, I'm gonna go show Steve, and and that's how, yeah, like she she, okay, uh, you know, undoubtedly, okay. dude, like she has, she knows what's up. Okay. Up up until she took over Star Wars, the same thing would happen with Bob, mm-hmm. right? It's like you know, up until that point, I don't know what happened, but we'll we'll again we'll we'll come back to it when the time comes, and um, I I know that we'll we'll talk about the Apple acquisition at some point, but it's what we got, sir. If you want to go ahead and wrap it up. Absolutely. Wow. It's always a great time with you, Obed, and everybody here. Thank you so much for joining us. We invite you to stay connected, stay subscribed. So subscribe to No Load Time on the podcast platform of your choice, Spotify, Amazon Music, SoundCloud. Find us, subscribe, write a review. That really helps us out. We also invite you to subscribe to the No Low Time YouTube channel. We're continue to grow on there. We're really thankful for everyone that's been supporting us there. Continue to subscribe and share the video videos with your friends and family. Additionally, you can follow us at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, X. Find us, follow us. We'd appreciate it. You also can uh, follow us at No Load or No Load Time rather all together on Twitch. We broadcast live our episodes there. Apologies for all the technical issues. We'll continue to work through it. Thanks, Carter. Um, <laughs> And last but not least, if you have a question, comment, feedback, or charter if you want to sponsor us, you can send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. And maybe just maybe we'll even discuss what you said on a future episode. 
But thank you all so much. We look forward to being with you next time. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.